Welcome back to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiba, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of creativity with you. Each week, I'm hashtag gifting you two episodes with ways you can become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best-kept industry secrets to creating content worth remembering. Sound good? All right, let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ayo! Time for the goods. Each week, we're going to highlight some of the haps, the 411, the hot topics in the creative industry, in advertising, marketing, and influencer world alike. The purpose of this is to bring you into the conversations that go on within the culture of the creative industry, an industry that you're a part of, by the way. So I hope to inspire you, empower you, and invite you to have a seat at the table. So let's talk about the iPhone 13 and why its launch was one of the biggest tech launches for influencers to date. Simply put, as a creator, you are the demographic for the product. You're the target audience, right? Because at this point, Apple recognizes that there's really nothing too revolutionary that they can say about a smartphone in the age where everyone and their mother has one. So they position the iPhone 13 as being all about the camera. They realize that if they hit, you know, the creator market especially with the rise of TikTok and video content and, you know, more engaging visual quality of content, right? Maybe high production or whatever. Everybody's trying to compete for attention in this age with something. They thought, how about we focus on the camera, right? So they pivoted themselves as a camera equipment company, in my professional opinion. (laughs) Talking about some, you can shoot a Hollywood movie on this thing, right? And that is incredibly appealing to creators who are always hoping to improve the visual quality of their content in in some way. So if you do have an iPhone 13, DM me girl, like let me know, is the camera really that good? Is it Hollywood quality? I need to know because I'm recording this from an iPhone 12, (laughs) which I'm so excited to play that back in the future. But yeah, let me know. Let me know what you think of the iPhone 13 um, and the messaging positioning around that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. This next one is something really to think about. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Shoot me a DM. I'm going to be reading this verbatim from an IG story slide posted by Stephanie McNeil, who is a cultural reporter at BuzzFeed. This story slide that she posted is a screenshot of influencer Ariel Charnas's story. Um, If you don't know who Ariel Charnas is, she was one of the pioneers of the influencer world. She probably was, like, one of the first influencers along with, like, Daniel Bernstein, Chiara Ferragni, like, all of them, right? She had a blog called Something Navy, which ended up turning into a clothing brand. Um, If you Google her name, you will find a lot of negative press that seems to be kind of the trend with like really, really big influencers, um, especially who have been around for a long time. But yeah, I will let you form your own opinion about that. Um, Just putting it out there that that's what you can expect if you Google her name. Anyways, on to the story slide. (laughs) So this came from a question box that 
um, she posted. The question that was submitted to her was, can you please talk about trying to disguise hashtag ad with the tiniest font in the background, which is, by the way, something I've also seen a lot of people do, okay? So this is her answer. Unfortunately, we do that. We do it because we know how much an ad turns you off. Most people believe ads are fake. I can't speak for anyone else but myself. We make them small on my account so it doesn't turn you off, but I guess that's silly and wrong. But your feedback that it makes it seem worse is super helpful. I will keep that in mind going forward. What do you think about that? So obviously the FTC requires you to disclose on your on your posts, every single post that is sponsored, every single story that is sponsored that you are supposed to disclose that is an ad. The FTC also states that it has to be legible and visible and noticeable to the viewer. Um, let me know if you do put ad in really, really small font. Let's talk about why you do it. Like, what is the motivator? Does Do you relate to what Ariel said? Um, if you put it in big font, why do you put it in big font? Do you think that it doesn't really matter? Are you just like, listen, this is what the FTC requires. I'm just going to abide by those guidelines. Curious to hear your thoughts about that. So shoot me a DM. would love to talk about it. Okay, raise your hand. <laughs> I'm picturing you in a room by yourself on the bus. <laughs> raise your hand. Um, if the content approval process for sponsored content stresses you the hell out, like it makes you sweat bullets because you're sitting in front of the computer thinking the brand's going to email you back, talking about some, please reshoot this, right? Moreover, how many times has your content been approved by a brand with no further feedback? Like they just emailed back, loved it, but then that's it. Like you didn't hear what it is that they love about it. Maybe even they didn't repost you or reshare you. And now you're confused because they said they loved it. Right. Okay. So I've started a new game changing live series on the Kate Mob Instagram account called POV. You're the brand where I look at your sponsored content from a brand's point of view for 30 minutes and give you the creative feedback that the brand should have given you. Which, by the way, they do give this creative feedback. They just do it in a room by themselves <laughs> without you. And I think that having you in that conversation is important because you created the work. Um, we celebrate things that you did really well. And a lot of this is is things that you may not even realize that you did. In, that you did. And those unintentional decisions now become intentional, right? Furthermore, I share some things that you could improve from a creative perspective, right? Things that may have told the brand story better, may have connected with the audience better. Maybe you could have reworded the caption or changed the colors of your shirt. Like things from small details to big ideas that all can help communicate this ad better and connect with the audience because that's always the point, right? You're creating this for an audience that you hope will then you know, go to the brand's profile, go to their website, generate more sales, right? Sign up for their email, use your code, whatever it is. So I think this is really helpful. Um, and I highly recommend you check it out on Kate Mob. We host the live series um, weekly. You can always DM me the word audit if you want to be featured in the series or you just want some more information. So if you are interested about the series, you want some more info, you want to be featured, what have you, DM me the word audit and we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's amazing and we've already had some big aha moments. So um, I highly recommend you check it out. If you go to the Kate Mob Instagram profile, go to the video section, click on series and then you'll find POV, you're, you're the brand and you can watch the episodes that we have there now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
that's it for this week's goods. As always, DM me at KateMob on Instagram or TikTok with any thoughts you have on the goods or submit noteworthy hot topics directly to this podcast by going to anchor.fm slash kindly gifted slash message. So today we're talking about relationship building, but specifically how to tell brands that you deserve more respectfully, <laughs> of course. So I was tapping through Instagram stories, you know, as we do, and one influencer story caught my eye. It really stood out to me. They had shared screenshots from an email thread that they had with a brand who reached out to them with, of course, some rather ridiculously low offer for way too many posts across every social media channel imaginable. You know, you know the emails I'm talking about, right? Now, the next slide had screenshots of the influencer's response to the brand, something I've frequently seen talked about for years online. I've even participated in this, in this trend, um, sharing just crazy things that brands were offering to me in, an, in exchange for like a lot of content, <laughs> a lot of content, right? So the influencer had responded to the brand, defending their worth, defending their work, defending, you know, their boundaries, explaining how this is unreasonable, how this is something that they do not accept. Except, insert a couple fuck yous, go to hells, and don't ever contact me again. Like, the tone was a little much, in my subjective opinion, okay? And I'm sure you've seen people do this and even teaching you to do the same. And don't get me wrong... You should be standing up for yourself, for your work, and not letting anybody walk all over you like a faded welcome mat. Like, it doesn't matter how much money they're offering you for your services, right? But whether you realize it or not, part of your job as a creative is to educate. To educate yourself in order to make yourself a stronger creative, right? To educate your brand clients on your boundaries and what you accept as compensation, Um to educate brands on what you offer versus what other creators in your realm can offer, right? And to educate any non-creative friends and family on what you do for a living, which I know you do every Thanksgiving. I know you do it. (laughs) Somebody once said to me, actually, this somebody was someone I dated. (laughs) You don't know what other people don't know. And that really stuck with me. Like, It was kind of a revolutionary concept for me. You don't know what other people don't know. You may be listening to this episode thinking, oh yeah, I already know that. And and that's great. That makes me really happy because now we can align on something, right? Or you may be listening to this being like, whoa, I never thought about that. Which also makes me really happy because now you and I learn something together. The point is those brands contacting you with unreasonable expectations and scopes of work may genuinely not know that it's unreasonable. And they might not know that for a myriad of reasons. Somebody on their team or maybe an industry friend advised them to do this. Maybe an influencer in the past has accepted us, which is a pretty common reason for why these types of unreasonable offers keep repeating themselves. Um, Maybe the research that they did encouraged them to do this. We genuinely don't know. And it is our place to then educate them on not just that it is unreasonable, but why. Which seems kind of ridiculous in this day and age because I think that we expect brands 
to know these things. But the reality is they're not entrenched in this industry like you are. And they have very different goals, right? They want sales. They want marketing metrics. They want analytics. They want followers, whatever. And you are trying to pay your bills while also be satisfied with your content and be proud of the things that you're making, right? So if this is treatment that you are not willing to accept, first off, go you. I support it. Don't accept anything less than what you're willing to, okay? Tell the brand in a respectful, professional manner as to why, okay? Everything we say says something about ourselves, not the person that we're directing our communication to or interacting with. Like, this is a professional relationship we're talking about. So there are ways to stand up to your prospective or current brand client that can help both of you grow. And actually, oftentimes when you defend yourself in a way that's not like, oh, fuck, you go to hell, um, you might actually get a brand collaboration out of that because they might be grateful that they learned something new from you. And because you were the one that helped them learn it, they feel like they want to work with you. You know, maybe they'll learn something else from working with you, right? Too many brands glamorize being disrespectful to influencers, which we can all agree on, right? Yet, too many influencers glamorize being disrespectful to brands. It kind of goes both ways. Telling a brand to fuck off won't get them to pay you. So if you want to work with them, like I said, or just help them be better, which doesn't cost you anything and actually makes the person, you know, learn something um it'll like I said they'll remember you as the influencer who took a moment of their time to help them with something then educate them in a way that you would want somebody to educate you you don't know what the other person doesn't know they don't know what you don't know and in the same vein you don't know what they know you can only assume and they don't know what you know They can only assume. So I'm going to leave you with something I heard Gary Vee say, which whatever your opinion is of him, this is actually a very beautiful statement. Leave every interaction with the person on the other side feeling happier. Or as my mother likes to say, you get more with honey. The point is be kind, try to understand, and be firm to stand up for yourself. You should. Stand up to yourself in a way that makes you respectable because this is a professional relationship and that's what separates hobbyists from, you know, people who have a career in this industry is understanding that this is all about relationship building and it is a small industry. Everybody knows each other. So one interaction can make or break not just the opportunity potentially unreasonable opportunity that is presenting itself in front of you right now but it could affect opportunities from other brands in the future that were actually willing to offer you something way more reasonable so just keep that in mind leave every interaction with the person on the other side feeling happier thanks for tuning in to kindly gifted to support the podcast please leave a review share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at KateMob for more creative secrets. And don't forget to say hey. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.